out there listening, Church of the Soul's Evolution. That's what it's all about. How have you been? Well, I hope I've been okay. Sweet. It's a beautiful day here in San Antonio. The sun's going down. I'm looking out behind our backyard. And everything is green now. Everything is transformed to green before it was brown. One tree, I see some kind of yellow leaves, but I think they're more greenish yellow, actually. So today on the show, which is all about spirituality, I'm going to read from my favorite book, Dutch to the Ninth Planet, about a man who was abducted by extraterrestrials back in the 80s and taken to their planet which is supposedly one of three most technologically and spiritually advanced in the Milky Way galaxy. Yes, there's a lot of planets out there, my friends. All kinds of different planets. Planets like Earth, too. But you know what? Planet Earth is a jewel among planets. It truly is. After doing a lot of thinking, it is my opinion, I've come to the conclusion that actually there's a lot of advanced souls living here on Earth. It being a category one planet, which means on a scale of one to nine, number one is the lowest evolutionary category, which means it's a very young planet. And planets, believe it or not, are going through evolution just like we are. And sometimes to get to another level of evolution, many thousands of years have to pass. With us, the same thing. We live this life, you know, which hopefully can be around 100 or more, and then we transition back to the spirit lands where we came from and I think as I was saying that there are a lot of advanced souls here on earth and so they've lived a lot of past lives before and when they get back to the spirit lands or heaven if you will then they spend some time enjoying the time there in the lands and later reincarnate onto another planet and are born again in another life elsewhere. Usually elsewhere, it's possible to come back to this planet, but we want to with all the war going on, right, and all the killing in the past throughout the centuries, right? Anybody disagree with that? I personally would like to go to another planet of a higher evolutionary category. But one thing about this planet, being a number one category planet on the evolutionary scale, is that when you're born into this planet, when we are born, we lose our memory of the past lives we've had. We lose our memory of the universal knowledge that we had because such is the way it is 
for the Category 1 planet. It's also known as passing through the river of oblivion where the memories of our past lives are erased. But indeed, there are some beautiful planets out there. And you know, deep down in the core of your being, in your spirit, and in your soul, which is the brain of your spirit, you know that the universe is teeming with life. That this didn't happen by accident. Because if it did happen by accident here, logically it could happen by accident anywhere in the universe. No, there is a supreme creator who is difficult to comprehend because it's a power that's magical. The supreme creator is magically powerful beyond our comprehension, beyond our imagination. And the supreme creator's intelligence is omniscient and beyond our comprehension to understand a knowledge of the future, of the past, of the present, planets and suns and animal life and planets. The Supreme Creator wouldn't be a big bang where the universe began forming itself one solar system at a time, one galaxy after so many solar systems were formed. And naturally, the Supreme Creator being a creator can create life. Any type of life. Not this type of life, but Life like we couldn't even imagine. And remember the dinosaurs, all the, all those life, all that life, all those animals, you know, Trinosaurus rexes, Brontosaurus, Pterodacti. They existed here at one time on planet Earth. And that was kind of like a primitive kind of life. It was a primitive kind of life. suffice it to say, is a creator of bodies, of anything, and totally amazing, absolutely awesome, incredibly wonderful, fantastically beautiful. The Supreme Creator is just worthy of love and worship and praise for eternity, for the miracles of all creation, because when you think about it, just take our planet alone, planet Earth. Here we are, a beautiful jewel of a planet revolving around our sun in outer space. You know, the astronauts that have seen it from a distance, and there's not many of them that distance where they can put their thumb in the window of their spacecraft and cover the cobalt blue world getting smaller and smaller as they're headed towards the moon. Imagine that, putting your thumb up in a window and covering planet. That's how far away they were from it. Not many men, 12 actually, walked on the moon. And then there's Apollo 13 and then Apollo 10. I'm thinking Apollo 8, they went did a, a circle back in 68. It was before. Maybe it wasn't Apollo 8. I think it was Apollo 10 before the, the moonshot with Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Mike Collins. But anyway, it's a beautiful world. It's fragile. Very fragile in outer space there, you know. It's moving at full speed in outer space, rotating on its axis, a power that's perfect. Like, absolutely perfect. 
compliments to the Supreme Creator who initiated all of this. The whole universe is held together by his, her power because the Supreme Creator is both male and female. When you reach a level of intelligence where you've done a lot of research and you know it inside your being besides that, but the universe is both male and female, alpha and omega, yin, yang, positive and negative. It's a logical thing to come to the conclusion of that the Supreme Creator is both male and female, like angels. You remember angels, right? Where we came from in heaven, there's angels all over the place. When you're going back to heaven, you're going to be reacquainted with angels. Sometimes you'll see them here on earth. They intervene to save our lives sometimes in automobile accidents, which happen, my friends. No one can deny that. And they're there guiding us every single, and this is something to remember, please remember, every single human being has an angel, at least one. And these birds you see flying around, I'm looking at some right here. One's on the fence over in the distance there in my backyard. They are what I call earth angels. They fly around. They live their lives. You know, they reproduce. They eat. But they also are little guardian angels. They're concerned for us, you know. The Creator made it that way. Birds have a function, not only in the ecological sense, but also in the They love us, you know. We should love them, too. Anyway, so I'm going to read from this. I'm going to do a little singing today because I have a, a little silver part tomorrow in church and I've got to be able to practice. I like to do my acapella singing. I think acapella is the way to go. You know, you don't have to fool around with a microphone. Do I hold it in my left hand? Do I hold it in my right hand? Do I hold it with both hands? Should I put it on a microphone stand? No, acapella singing actually strengthens the voice. When you sing with music, you can sing, yes, faster, and your harmony and timing with the music. But to be able to sing acapella and hold the, the tune is a very difficult thing in reality. And I've become quite good at it over the years. So, actually, I think I'll start by singing some acapella songs. And one of them is called Grateful. And I'm a member of the gospel choir on Lackland Air Force Base at Freedom Chapel and have been for over 10 years. I began going there in October of 10. And then my wife and I got married in May of 11. And I joined, she joined the gospel choir before I did. And we've had just an incredible time. As I was mentioning before, praising the Supreme Creator, praising God, however you want to call God, Jesus. Jesus is kind of like a brother to us. You know, he came here, he was a human being, who performed all those miracles with the help of extraterrestrials. That's my which I'm entitled to. But he is a co-creator of God. He was a co-creator of God in the making, just like us. We are co-creator gods in the making. From after this life, we'll spend some time in heaven. Hopefully, we'll all get there, you know. We're going to fly away from here and 
rise above the clouds and head 93 million miles to that world of light, that very special fire where the spirit can live inside because the spirit is made of energy. You'll see. I guarantee you. I'll tell you the truth. It's the sun. The sun is heaven. People don't think about it too much, but when you get old like me, and that's a good thing, I'm not saying, I'm not complaining, I'm just saying, when you get older, maybe that's a better way of putting it, you learn things. Hopefully. The learning never stops, my friends. You should always remember that, whether you're 30 years old or 80 years old, you're continuing to learn. If you live to be 100 years old, you're lucky enough to get to 100, yes, and 10 centuries, centurion, I think it's called. And there are a lot of people that make it to 100, then even still the learning never stops, you know. Some people, it seems like they reach that point where they just want to tell people the way things are. And that's unfortunate, but that's the way they are. Maybe it might be a young soul, you know, in the scheme of things. But going back to what I was saying about there are really, more than I realized, more advanced souls here on Earth. The music is one indication that tells me that there are a lot of advanced souls here. Just the incredible music. All the songs we've had in our past, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, even now they're making incredible music, very melodic songs, incredible. Such, I mean, millions and millions and billions of songs. And I love a lot of them, you know? And then there's classical music, there's rock and roll, there's pop. There's R&B, there's jazz. It's amazing. Some very incredible, brilliant, wonderful people out there, decent, loving people who are into the arts and music, you know? Thank God for people like that. You know, they make the world a better place. I hope you're one of them. I think if you're listening to my show, you are, and you listen to the other shows on BBS Radio, you're one of them. Not the minority of bullies, dictators, and tyrants, such as Mr. Putin. God could change his heart, but, you know, God gives us free will. They can't actually give us everything. I say God, God and the angels, who can very easily change things around. They could, God, the mother and father God in heaven, could initiate major cataclysms all throughout the world. There could be earthquakes everywhere. If they wanted to, they could. They could just raise a finger and it could happen. But they love us too much, you know, because they realize that we're souls on the making. We're co-creator gods just like they were. I'm talking about co-creator gods of solar systems, mother and father gods, who create their own solar systems, like the supreme creator planned as part of the the actual plan of the universe was to create mother and father, co-creator gods of solar systems so that the supreme creator could experience his herself in beings like us and them. And so the epitome, it's like um, a hierarchy where you start from the bottom and make it to the top. 
know how to control the powers and forces to create. Now, does that sound good? How would you like the ability to create anything? Just like a magical power, as if you were a magician. Would you like that? Does that sound interesting? Like a, a body or an animal or an insect or a reptile, any kind of life with the knowledge, having the knowledge in your head how to do it by speaking the right words in synchronicity with your soulmate. The beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and nothing was created. The word, that's why I think every one of us to be careful with our words because we can either create or we can destroy. Learning that myself, I encounter at work in my daily life. I see the struggles they're going through. Some have a lot of money, some don't, you know, and it's not easy, especially when having inflation, you know, thanks to this war in Ukraine. It's still beyond me how we were relying on Russian oil when supposedly the administrations were speaking all these things about the sanctions. Why were we reliant on Russian oil? That Our politicians let us down in that regard. That's been going on a long time. And all the conflict we've had with Russia in the past, uh, us beating them to the moon, also them beating us into outer space, and there's always been a competition in the hockey games in the past and in the Olympics and all competing against the Russians. And like in Rocky, one of the Rocky movies, you know, I was competing against the boxer, the supreme boxer from the Soviet Union. It's always us and them. Why do we have to fight with them? Why can't we get along? But they Russian oil. What about Saudi Arabian oil? I think it's because... I'm not mistaken, in the recent past, Russia's discovered oil, like, say, in the last 50 years or so, and now is pumping more oil, was pumping more, is pumping more oil than anyone else. We need to get away from reliance on fossil fuels, period. Don't you agree? We need to rely more on electricity, solar, and wind energy. And maybe this will cost us, you know. Hopefully we can get more it will end one day. Well, my prayer is, God, Mother and Father God, please speak to Mr. Putin. Speak to his heart. Let him change his heart. You know, he's hardened his heart. He's hardened his heart. All the people, the elderly women, have been shelled by these Russian artillery rounds. All the children who are dying, being mowed down by machine guns, lying in the streets in pools of blood, all that's happening over there. It's happened before in the past. The United States is guilty of similar atrocities in Afghanistan and Iraq recently, right? And we know that the world becomes involved, and we've had world wars in the past, and millions of people have died, but that is no reason to continue fighting and having wars. Two wrongs don't make a right. You agree? And I'm getting tired of war. How about you? Especially when it affects our 
parking lots. You know what I'm saying? At the gas pumps. Everything in the store now is one or two dollars more than it used to be. More even. Five dollars. We get these little chickens for our dogs. Um, a 10 pound bag used to cost $38. You know, lasts a long time. Now it's 44 so it's gone up like six dollars. I was watching on TV today. Rent gone up in Florida, sometimes a hundred percent, and some people can't afford it, and they're on the verge of being homeless. They don't know what to do. So, we just need to pray. And you know, Mr. Putin, he always seemed like a pretty cool guy. I know he he got involved with a little bit of war in the past, and I was saying I like him. You know, Mr. Trump got a got along with him and they were doing well I think they they met and they talked together and they were able to hash out some issues and television footage that I saw of him Mr. Putin looked but I don't think that Mr. Putin likes the Democratic administration because typically in the past they've been aggressive towards Russia the Democrats more than the Republicans. Uh, the Democrats accuse the Republicans of interfering with the 2016 election. And so it goes on and on, you know, and they're talking about sanctions and calling Mr. Putin a killer. Mr. Biden should never have said that. Because that might have been what instigated this in the beginning. You don't call somebody that, you know, you try to, you got to be diplomatic about it. I respect Mr. Biden. He's 79 years old and still working. I'm tiring. Still working. Keep him safe and well. But Mr. Putin, I think he hardened his heart for one reason or another. And Mr. Trump said it was genius. I think there were several good reasons, supposedly, why. Mr. Putin, in his own mind, you know, why he went into Ukraine to, um, you know, might know what they are. I won't get into them, waste time talking about that, but he hardened his heart to all this killing that's going on, and his own soldiers, too, you know. They're getting mowed down by the Ukrainian resistance, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, putting them. But anyway, enough is enough. I'm going to sing some songs. And we're going to sing. It's called "I'm Gonna Away." It's about when we die. Hopefully, you know, you don't stay here and be a ghost. You know, on the earth plane, walk around. You died suddenly and violently, but you want to rise, fly up into the sky when you die. You know, you stay here on Earth. They say what I've read from my research. Three days after you die, you get to see your funeral or any kind of whatever they prepare for you, you know, whether it's a funeral or maybe burying you or cremating your body. Three days, they say, you hang around your body, you get to see the reactions of people, what they're saying about you, whether they liked you or not, you know, (laughs) believe it or not, that's interesting. And then, after three days, then you head towards 
the Spirit Land. I think there was a good movie uh, called uh, What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. He was trying to communicate with his wife who was grief-stricken, you know, because he passed away, got hit by a car after their children had died in a car accident. So he was trying to console her, he was trying to touch her. She was just breaking down, crying, and didn't realize it, you know, that he was there. She couldn't see him because he was in the spirit, and so he was invisible to her naked eyes, her physical eyes. And then he said, okay, it was, he was told it's time to go. After three days, then you go. And this song is called I'll Fly Away. It's a beautiful gospel song. And take a drink of water to lubricate my vocal cords. And it goes like this. I'm going to have to rearrange my stand here. Hold on, please. There. I'm going to step outside my carpet here. Get a little bit more room to use my arms and hands. And off my way. It's like one. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. When the shadows of this life are gone, I'll fly away. Like a bird from Prison bars has flown, I'll fly away. Fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Just a Two more weary days, and then I'll fly away to a land where joy shall never end. I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. And that's it, and then we do. Oh, glory, I'll fly away. And then there's another part, a vamp they call, where on my part, because I'm a patient, I'll fly I'll fly away. And then towards the very end, closing where we have the sopranos, the all closing in my part is, I'll 
then there's another song. I'm going to take a drink of water, I think. My way, and that's a beautiful song. Remember, you're a spirit, and when you leave your body, that's what's going to happen. Not everyone will fly away, though. Go south to a dark tunnel to a place called hell. Hopefully not many, but I think um, it happens a lot nowadays. You know, some people who are non-believers, don't believe in a creator, people who lived a violent life, you know, suffice it to say, who were murderers, who killed people. Take um, a, an assassin, a hitman, for example. Where do you think someone like that's going to go? Maybe they kill 50 people, maybe not that many, 10, and then they get killed themselves. Well, sorry to say, there's a place where they heaven, right away. I believe in forgiveness and rehabilitation. A place like hell is a perfect place to rehabilitate us. Evil in this world very much. Terrify them over and over again until they get that evil kind of in their body, so knock out of their spirit, so to speak, if you know what I mean. There are a couple of demons in hell in particular. I heard the book, read it. In hell, there are two demons there that he wrote about in the book. And I think he got a glimpse of hell. So he was a priest, a pastor in the church. And he was not in any way a sinner, but he was given a glimpse of hell so he could write about it. So these, there are these two demons that are huge. And they're... They look like, I think, dinosaurs, prehistoric monsters, you know, like maybe one of them looks like a Tyrannosaurus rex, another one similar. They have long claws and huge teeth, and they're a little bit malformed, too. So they're not perfectly, like one leg might be longer than another, one arm longer than the other, and their eyes are completely evil. They have absolutely no mercy in them. Their job, they were created, is to instill terror to an unbelievable degree in spirits, people that have left their bodies who are evil on this earth. So we say evil, it's just work. People who are murderers, rapists, sexual abusers, physical abusers, people who didn't believe in God or Jesus or any kind of higher power, if you will. And these demons, their job is to scare the the best way of putting it. There's also a place, as he talks about in the book, where there are cells, like jail cells in, in hell. And you've heard before about how the Bible speaks of the those souls that have gone down to the lake of fire, the beds in the center of the earth. And there's a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth and people screaming and moaning and terrified and in pain because pain is being inflicted upon them to rehabilitate their souls. But eventually, it is of my opinion that there's no such thing as eternal damnation and they'll make it back to their soul's journey because our loving mother and father and our loving mother and father in heaven are forgiving parents because they are our parents, we are their children. 
fathers here, they might see one of their children go bad and, and do wrong things in their lives and get into trouble and maybe kill people and get put in jail and maybe even electrocuted. You know, if they don't repent in time, if they don't repent, repent is, repentance can save any soul. But it's done, their heart stops beating and they stop breathing, if you know what I mean. And we should all be repenting each day. I do. Actually, I, I need to do it more. I, I ask for repentance all the time. Forgive me, God, for this. Forgive me, God, for that. Forgive me, Mother God, for this. Forgive me, Father God, for that. Forgive me, Supreme Creator. I pray this for this, to the Supreme of the universe all the time. You don't need permission to go above the heads of the Mother and Father God who created you. You can go to the very source. Because the Supreme Creator is kind of like a grandmother and a father. That's a good way of describing the Creator, you know? I'm telling you the truth. That's the way it is. I have nothing to gain from this, you know? I'm not making any money from this show. I have a book in the Amazon Kindle bookstore called The Gray Brain and the Golden Soul. It's got all kinds of information in there that I've learned from other people, many books that I've read, a lot of research that I've done, talking with other people, having dreams and visions of questions I've had to, that have answered my, and the answers for those questions. But anyway, back to singing. I'm going to get my singing in. How am I doing on time? 6.34. Another one is called Grateful. Another, this is a gospel song. And gospel songs are amazing, you know. It's like, you know, what happened back then. But the world at that stage is over the world, you know. The slavery, enslaving people has been a thing that's happened in the very beginning. When you don't have a lot of money, you can't pay people to work. It's unfortunate you know, because they get treated badly. Not all of the plantation masters, I think, treated their slaves badly. Most did. And who really wants to be enslaved? Would you want to be enslaved? Would you want someone telling you what to do? And then if you didn't do it, they would whip you and, and um, do all kinds of evil things to you. You know, back then, they abused the, the black women, even though they didn't believe they were their equals. A lot of black women raped, and they used to work them to they're about dead each day. You know, from when the sun rose in the morning to when the sun set in the evening, out in the fields picking cotton. Can you imagine how difficult that is? You know, a lot of backbreaking work. And then they they didn't give them much. You know, they had a house, a roof over their heads, and they got food, but not nearly as good as the plantation masters had it, you know. They treated them like animals, suffice it to say. But anyway, one song, and these gospel songs, a lot of it came from, a lot of them came from when the black folks were enslaved by these white people in the South during those years, all those years ago, one song was Swing Load Sweet Cherry On. And, you know, they just didn't make that up, you know, because they they would 
if someone was close to dying, they would see the chariot come to get them. They would, you know, in the last few dying breaths, they would speak out, it's a chariot here to get me, you know, I'm going, I'll see you later, and boom, they're gone, died, you know, eyes closed, hearts up beating, and uh, some might have come back and told of a look, you know, they'd seen that, but they just didn't make it up, you know, they saw it. One song, I like Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to take me home. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to take me home. Take you home, that's right, because Earth is not our home, my friends. In case you didn't know, the sun is our home. That's where we're born. We were all born on the sun. Some, some souls and spirits are not born in this solar system's suns, but on other suns and other solar systems, and they're known as mystic travelers who travel around the universe helping souls of a lower evolutionary category. Jesus, who was living a beautiful life on a planet of a of the highest evolutionary category, number nine, who said, he was told, well, there's this mission on Earth to come and save the world. You'll be known throughout the centuries and it requires you coming and dying on a cross, but be you do, you'll be able to perform a lot of miracles and earn the trust and belief of the people at an age, and you'll have a very difficult mission, though. However, you'll have to convince them that Moses' law is no longer the right law, and there are some flaws, a lot of flaws in Moses' law, and so Jesus gave them the new gospel, and, and with the miracles, and the, res- and the dying on the cross, and the resurrection, and the ascension, Jesus accomplished his mission, and now I think he didn't go back to, he could have gone back to the planet where he came from, but I think it is more, in my opinion, more in keeping with him, I mean, because he wants to meet us, especially all those people that worshipped him over the years, over the centuries, and even today, there's millions and millions of people that worship Jesus. He wants to meet them. So he's in the spirit in heaven. And he has a, a place close to the mother and father God. He has his own throne. And you can have your own throne, too, if you're willing to develop yourself spiritually enough. Enough spiritually. Evolve enough. Wouldn't that be great to have your own throne in heaven? not appeal to anyone out there. But that other song I was telling you about, let's get back to that, Grateful. Another beautiful gospel song, and it goes, I'm grateful for the things that you have done. Yes, I'm grateful for the victories we've won. I could go on and on and on about your works because I'm grateful, grateful, so grateful just to praise you, Lord. 
flowing from my heart are the issues of my heart it gratefulness gratefulness are you grateful my friends are you grateful to have your life to be in existence when you didn't have to be born into this world kind of like it's a wonderful life with Jimmy Stewart he said I wish I'd never been born I would don't ever say that don't ever say that that's one thing um, oh, I'm not going to go there but we, we should be grateful we should be grateful for all of our blessings as I was mentioning miracles of all creation when you step back and take a look and say hey none of this really had to happen and just the power it takes to make one planet alone in our universe is such an incredible power. I mentioned this before in my, one of my radio shows. Mankind, the human species, in all of its technological glory, especially in the years, doesn't know how to create an ant or a caterpillar or a fly, or an apple seed, or any kind of seed. It's this small little seed. You don't know how to create a seed, a tiny little seed. We're hundreds of, possibly thousands of years from understanding how to create what the Creator has created. It's very beautiful. Sometimes we take it for granted, and it's not until you get to the spirit lands when you can look back and say, why didn't I really take a look at all the beauty around the birds, all the different types of birds? We've got one calendar that's yellow, beautiful yellow feathers with black around his eyes and a kind of an orangey beak, such a beautiful little creation with legs that work perfectly and he's able to fly around and gather food and procreate and create little more little baby birds and can see with his eyes perfectly as he flies around and walks around on the ground foraging for food. A beautiful beautiful little bird like that out of the different varieties of birds you think you could create a bird or I could create a bird? No, you don't know how to. Anyway, what other song we're singing? It's called You Know My Name. You know my name. And the Creator knows your name, my friends. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. The Creator loves you. Your mother and father God, they created your soul and your spirit. They love you. They want you to love them. You know my name. You know my name. You know my name. Know how you walk with me. Oh, how you talk with me. Oh, how you tell me 
I am your own. You know my name. You know my name, God. And then it goes on. The woman sings this, and she has a solo part. And she starts it off. She's got a very beautiful voice. I know she'll do well tomorrow. Some other songs are great. So that's one of my songs. It was taught to me by a former director that we had. And it goes like this. Grace. Grace. God, grace, his grace is sufficient for me, my Lord, grace, grace. God, grace is grace, will give you the victory. will keep you from falling. Grace will keep you from sin. Grace will help you, help you love everybody. will give you peace within. I thought, Mr. Putin, please, God, please give him grace. 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 God. Grace. His grace is sufficient for me, my Lord. Grace, grace, God's grace, His grace. Will give you the victory. Well, I'm going to take a drink of water. Here's another one. It's your season. It's your season to be blessed. God 
promise. Windows of heaven, for you are a blessing. It's your to be blessed. I'm blessing the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed going out. And I'm blessed coming in. He's going to open up a window. For you are the blessing. It's your season to be blessed. I've been through the fire. Yes, I have. I've been through the flood. I'm standing here because of his blood. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to open up a window, pour you out a blessing. It's your season. It's your season. It's your season to be blessed. Well, I'm blessed. And all I can say is thank you, Mother and Father God. Thank you, Supreme Creator. You are awesome, beautiful, magnificent. Thank you for the miracles of everything. Thank you for Jesus who came here only just a couple of weeks ago. We celebrated his resurrection. Yes, he did. He died. He died and then came back to life. Isn't that amazing? But my friends, really what it comes down to is not only knowledge of spiritual laws, cosmic laws, cosmic powers, but also incredible technology. Just think about it. All the wonderful things we've been able to do over the last 150 years. Now, one of those extraterrestrial civilizations out there that have been in existence longer than we have before the Milky Way galaxy was even born, right? Because you know that the universe is expanding outward in a circular motion, right? And that there was a galaxy that existed before the Milky Way galaxy began to be formed. And there was life in that galaxy. There's life in the first solar system. I guarantee it, my friends. Take it from me. I tell you the truth. The Supreme Creator is a creator who loves to create life and bodies and planets and suns and set the motions in power so us with the knowledge of those birds can utilize those cosmic forces and rays and powers to create also create life we will never be the supreme creator as co-creator god but we be like and creator, and that's what he, he, she wants us to be like him, her. Perfection is of the essence, my friends, with the Supreme Creator. Everything is perfectionized. And you know that as human beings, we make a lot of mistakes, right? It's true. And we say, I'm only human. I make mistakes because I'm only human, because I'm only human. Well, but we're supposed to learn from our mistakes and try to prevent those mistakes from happening again, right? All in the effort to be more perfect. I tell my wife that, and she says, we'll never be perfect, but we can try to be perfect. 
she's right. You can never, here in this life, we'll never be perfect. There's just too much pressure to perform in our daily lives. So many different things, you know, whether it's at work or driving down the freeways. I mean, the way I see it, we're all expert drivers, but when circumstances happen that with them, we can react in a different way, and that's why accidents happen, you know, because we're just, it's unknown territory for us. And really, it takes a lot of blessing and good luck, if you will, to uh, sometimes avoid accidents, if you know what I mean. Here's a song. It's called The Upward Way, I think it is. And I might not be able to, um, I'm going to do any reading today. Anyway, I only have a few minutes, a couple minutes left. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. By faith in heaven's stable land, a higher plane. One minute. A higher plane than I've found, my friends. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking with you next week. In the meantime, may the supreme being of the universe help us to have peace in our future for our children's children. Help us, please, Supreme Creator. Bless us, everybody. Don't harden our hearts. Thank you for everything. We love you. Thank you for loving us. Goodbye, my friend. Talk to you next week.